0: All right. So uh, tell tell us about your thoughts about cats.
1: There were uh, there were some there were there were there were many cats there. Well, there were many cat like creatures that were happening. I don't even know if I'd call them cat like because. (sighs) Can I can I just interject a prompt?
2: Can I interject yes. a, a specific question? Yeah. What were your exact emotions upon the near but not quite committed toe sucking? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> First of all, how dare you make me
2: remember that? <laughs> I had forgotten that. I wish I
3: could. <laughs> You're a brave man, Caitlin.
1: Actually, you know what? You said that and then like now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I have seen, I have seen that movie three times and I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, I can describe it. Almost anything. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, I, I've seen it once and I could describe
2: it in vivid detail. I blocked that yeah. out of
0: my mind. I, it's. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: I, if I, if I have any like huge qualms besides uh, like why were, oh my gosh, why were Rebel Wilson and. Why
0: did she unzip her skin and then there was a dress under it? It's so odd. Part. That was the yeah, best. I was good. like,
1: "Why are they wearing shoes? How do shoes How do shoes with heels a, like, because they have digigrade like, Anyways, it doesn't matter. But also, like, Vic, I get it. Victoria the white cat, but you got a black ballerina, and then you made her very white. I like. I'm sorry. I did not even know I she didn't was even black. Know that. Yeah, she's black. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she was, like, born in Kenya, and, like, she's, she's like, what? black. Oh, my God. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, that was, like, a yeah, like big thing. Think about that. I want yeah. you to think about that every time you Holy see Victoria shit. singing a Taylor Swift song mm-hmm. in that movie. Now. Oh, my God. Watch it a fourth time. Oh, no. <laughs> it's weird now, isn't I, it? Especially because McCavity's a ginger cat, but then they made him black to match. Well, Idris- yeah, oh, my, they
0: literally
3: said yeah, That was a choice, because, like, he looked extremely naked, like, oh exactly. my god, he looks it so was, naked! Like, <laughs>
2: I was like,
0: "Damn, earn that check!" Yeah, you earn just that check, address all Idris.
2: of it, all of it.
1: The whole <laughs> okay, thing. my
0: feelings watching cats were like, while I was watching it, I was in a fugue state where I was like, "This is bad," but like, it's not that bad. And then the movie ended, yeah, and I fair. went, "What the fuck?" That was. <laughs> it's
2: like you have to like kind of repress your reaction to everything because you're just—it's a constant trauma the whole way through.
1: Um The thing is is like Anna
2: nodding and smiling.
1: Yeah, it's like it's weird because it's it's not so bad that it actually warrants being like, Oh my god, this was like mind mind blowingly mm-hmm. life changingly bad. It's it's just actually surprisingly mediocre at being um, bad. Yeah, I don't know. I and it's nowhere near as horny as the stage okay, true. show, that's true. which is a, that's yes. a letdown I mean, okay, for Okay, you're me. right
3: about that. You're right. It, it, it is true that it is not as horny as the stage st- show. Um,
2: I really kind of wish it had been hornier, actually. I, You know, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was ready. I was ready to, was to get How was
1: Skimple shakes, shakes the horniest song? Right? Skimple Skimple Shakes. Mean,
2: Skimble, Shanks,
1: Skimble Shanks. Shanks was
3: just like the best. Like sh- Skimble Shanks had the most charisma of anyone in the film. And so yeah, I think I'd that agree. by default that he just brought that energy. Um frankly
0: Skimbleshanks yeah, should have oh. won should have been the one to go to the heaven side later. Oh, yeah, That's no, my he, hot take. I agree.
1: No because then we would have no more Skimble Shanks. He would be dead and reborn as a boring That's ass That's true.
3: Although Skimble Shanks true, is but... the only cat with like a job. The rest of them I think are just
1: like yowling and prowling <laughs> and you know. And fucking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Jenny Anydets is like, yeah, I'm definitely teaching the mice how to do this thing. And I'm like, who fucking asked you, gentrifier? Yeah, seriously.
0: <laughs> These are the it's real such issues. A
1: creepy scene, too. Like, it's the, upsetting. The it's really human. Weird. She eats one. I was
0: like, yeah. That's so. They have human faces and bodies. And those cockroaches. Oh those cockroaches, though.
1: I. Are the zebra pumps that Bomba Urena, aka Taylor Swift, wears? Are those doll shoes? Oh, oh, oh we're getting into question. scale now.
3: Now, scale yeah. and oh. cats is a really
2: interesting topic. That's a really inter- there's a lot yeah, of, because it is there's a lot to talk about there. Space is malleable in that yeah, universe. I think. I think. Yeah,
3: yeah. The cats, uh, the cats expand to fit the vessel in which they are placed.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're like you know, like goldfish yeah or <laughs> like actual cats how cats are yeah, like waterly yeah. <laughs> in yeah, real life they, yeah oh yeah. yeah. uh, you know what that's the most accurate part yeah. of yeah really. yeah
3: at this point you yeah. know sometimes sometimes a fork is like nearly as large as a cat and sometimes <laughs> you know a a cat is like comfortably seated at a milk bar you know like uh it's a which why
0: why does that town have a milk bar uh,
2: that's the thing that's getting you
0: milk
1: bars are apparently <laughs> that's what you're caught up <laughs> on
2: well you no know, that is like a thing though isn't it because there's like chocolate yeah. milk bars and it shit is like yeah that, and you can go
1: in england yeah. i think i think it's a i think there's like a better question of why like why does clockwork orange have a milk bar oh you're right Cause that's like super dystopian. I but. always thought that there was like some sort of like
3: drug in the milk, like it was some sort. Yeah, of, it's
1: like it's mixed with alcohol, yeah. but it's like why not just have the alcohol? Yeah, I don't know. Are we
2: talking about cats or Clockwork Orange?
1: Well, I'm just thinking I'm about like milk, milk bars. <laughs> I don't well, know there's a milk bar. How in the state weird fare. are milk bars really? Yeah,
2: but it's not
3: like oh, there is. it's not like a proper like. There's nowhere to sit. That's true. There's nowhere to
1: sit at the state fair. Also, moment. all those cats are going to have diarrhea because dairy gives cats diarrhea. That's very true. Where was that scene?
3: <laughs> Where's that yeah, where, scene?
1: Yeah, where give was that? We didn't give Jason yeah, Derulo's balls. Cut out half of Jason Derulo being mediocre and putting cat diarrhea, please. <laughs> you know, <laughs> please. At some point, you
3: know, you gotta you gotta give the people what they want. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. And
0: speaking of giving the people what they want, let's play some D anD D. Today we are joined by a very special guest, the amazing writer and podcaster, TK Johnson. So TK, do you have anything that you want to plug?
1: Where can people find you online? I don't have anything that I want to plug, but you all told me that you would take away my pizza slices if I didn't do anything. It's so it's me, TK and I write spooky stories on the internet. If you like spooky stories and you don't really want to pay for them, you don't have to. You can just go to my website, TKJWrites.com or you can follow me on Twitter. TK joins the fray. Uh, Tuesday nights and Wednesday mornings. I DM a late night, uh actual play known as mythic odysseys of theros uh with indoor recess it is a completely non-family friendly uh comedy st- stream where we dunk on each other regularly um so if you like this show you'll probably like that show too that's it that's my entire life hell, hell yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah! all right hello i'm cat and i am your dm hello I'm um, Caitlin. I play Corbin.
3: I'm Hannah, and I play Slake, a half-orc fighter.
1: And our guest today is. Hello, it's me. It's TK, your uh, dramatic gay friend. Uh, today, I will be playing a guest character named Almanac Gray. Um. <gasps> <laughs> and uh, let's. I'm ready to get this party started. Sorry. Let's. Uh, let's do whatever we do on the Dungeons and Dragons show.
0: <laughs> Love it. Okay.
1: Um, that's my first
0: time hearing the name. That was, I was, like, so excited. I love it. It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> really good.
0: <laughs> All right. So, last time, uh, you guys boarded a ship to the continent of Vola, uh, and on your way, you spotted a spooky tower in the distance, which the sailors informed you was, a you know, old ruin, but also maybe a ancient prison for the god Torva. Um, and... Then when looking at that, you said, hey, there's an idiot climbing it. And then, hey, we know that idiot. Uh, and it was Rudy, or rather it was Zeroth. Uh, And you helped Zayroth ascend the tower, fight some monsters, disable, well, no, fall into some traps, uh, and ultimately rescue me, Lava. And then you four sailed the rest of the way to the port city of Nakama, where you parted ways with Zeroth and Milava. And uh, that is where we are starting today. So you have arrived in the port city of Nakama, which is sheltered by a crescent-shaped bay that cradles a bustling city in its rocky arms of weathered rock. Once you have said your goodbyes to the crew of the Wandering Sun, You take your horses and head into the winding streets of the city. The differences between the glittering cities of Roque and this place are immediately evident. The area surrounding the docks consists mainly of warehouses where goods brought in by ship are stored and then loaded onto caravans, which will take them into settlements deeper into the continent's interior. The area immediately outside the docks hits you with a stench that makes Burger jurger take off. And she calls down to you, Corbin. You're on your own. I am not suffering through that. Smells good. What's cooking? Uh, so what do you guys want to do?
2: I just said, what's cooking, Kat?
0: <laughs> I don't. What is cooking? Uh, the, it is cooking is fish, uh, human excrement, and... And, uh... Why does it smell like human excrement on this dock? Yeah, wait, can What's happening yeah, what's, here?
3: It's, it's happening. a dirty,
0: gross city. Have you ever been to Paris? Yes. No. Mm. <laughs> it also smells like human excrement there. That's just the... What I summoned
1: up from my memories. That might just be the French. Yeah, take that. Get fucked, Paris.
2: <laughs> Catherine, in the previous cities that we have gone to, did they have fully functioning sewer systems yes
0: um some of them did some of them didn't but they were much cleaner than this city okay. is so
2: they just have so they have a sewer system
0: they do but uh much like the sewer system of paris it empties out into the water and makes the water sis- surrounding the city absolutely horrible good to know okay okay, okay. it's a very unpleasant place to be. But it is where you are now. Uh, what What do you guys want to do?
2: Is there a hungry boy?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, why don't you make a perception check? See if you can find me a hungry boy.
2: What? Oh, what the fuck is up? That's like over That's over 20. Hold on. I
0: have to look up a cinnamon for hungry. I didn't think about a hungry boy here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cat, you
0: fool. It is the ravenous Rudy. Uh
1: Oh my goodness. Rudy.
0: Alright, so yes, uh Corbin, you do you uh, search on foot or do you take to the air?
2: Um If I don't see it immediately nearby, I would probably take to the air.
0: Alright, yes. Uh so you you take to the air then to circle the city in in hopes of finding your favorite eatery chain, uh and filling out another page in your Hungry Boy Passport book. Um You do spot, uh, looks like there is a Hungry Boy stand. Uh, It is slightly further in. You spot a sign that says the Ravenous Rudy. Uh, It is Mm. in a little building uh, on an alleyway on the corner of like a creepy alley and a busy looking city block.
2: Hell yeah. I let out a victorious little... And then I go back to Slake and I uh, guide them to Ravenous Rudy.
0: All right. Do you guys go on your horses or do you leave your horses at the dock?
2: Catherine, you have given me a horse with a challenge of forgetting to bring my horse somewhere. And so I will ride my horse down the narrowest of alleyways.
0: Imagine (laughs) I'm riding this horse. (laughs) You're riding that horse. Okay. Let's see, so the buildings here are crammed together and piled on top of each other, with makeshift shelters crammed into alleyways where the unfortunate of the city huddle against the damp chill. Street vendors in a variety of shady-looking shops try and catch your eye, waving signs and shouting. Uh, There is at least one bar for each city block, sometimes more, with patrons stumbling between them even at this early hour of the morning. As you make your way down the street, a young man slams out of a bar called the Weeping Silver and almost knocks over a sleepy-looking woman who is half-heartedly trying to entice patrons into her establishment. Uh, The man runs up to the two of you. He is finely dressed with a shiny silver blonde hair and a pointed goatee. He wears a purple velvet waistcoat and a pair of striped yellow pants. And uh, he falls into step next to your horses and says, "Say, friends! Look at you. You two look like you're new in town. Am I right? Oh, uh, yeah. How did you know? No, I was born here. <laughs> you know, that's what everybody who's new in town says. You just got that shiny, fresh look like the city hasn't beaten you down yet. Am I right?
3: I mean, I,
2: I, I, I guess. I, uh, Not yet. Kat, <laughs> did you say he has a goatee? He does. Does he have a little mustache?
0: No, he just has the goatee. He's got a real fuck by look oh. going on him.
2: Okay, well, I was really yeah, into I him until also... you just told me that. So, god damn it, <laughs> Corbin. Corbin says, um, "Have you considered growing a, a mustache to go with the?" Oh, the the go the, the goatee. Yes, this
0: was un- uh, uh, the result of a unfortunate shaving accident. I just came back from a trip. Deeper into the continent and was trying to clean up, trim down the old sideburns, got sort of a mutton chop look going, and then I tried to get away from that, and it Mm. just, you know, you start shaving, and it just keeps coming off, and then suddenly, you've got this, and he gestures to his goatee. Yeah,
2: I can relate, Corbin says, and, like, pets his completely bald chin. (laughs)
0: Listen i like you two you look like some fine strapping adventurers out to make your fortune i am unfortunately leaving this place and so i'm trying to get rid of some things here this is a gift consider it a welcome to nakama and he hands you a beautiful dagger with a polished gold hilt and emerald set into the pommel the blade is crescent shaped with wicked serrated teeth and uh he hands it to you slake oh i I can't accept this
3: i mean this looks really expensive you should probably take it with you and i kind of push it back toward him
0: no no and he he pushes it into your hands he says it is a gift from me to you and uh, the moment it is in your hand he disappears into the crowd oh come on i can't even resist do you want to do you want to try rolling to resist? Yeah, I absolutely do. I mean, I know. Uh, why don't you roll me a sleight of hand? This is like
2: I'm gonna. We'll do a sleight this of hand. Is like, contest. why are you why are you forcing Hannah to be Mr. Wendell in every
0: incarnation? <laughs> I feel like I'm meeting Mr. Wendell, honestly. I know. All right, this is uh, we're doing a, a contest for sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Oh well, well, well. I got ten. Oh, uh, that will not beat his nineteen. Damn um, it. So, cat, Yeah? cat.
2: seeing that this um, suspicious goateed man is trying to foist a, a strange dagger onto my friend, can I roll to kick the dagger out of his hands before he forces?
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Hell yeah! Uh, so what do I have to roll for that? Just roll a uh, dexterity check. Like high kicks? Yeah. Okay. 12. Guys, I shouldn't have used my murder dice right off the bat. Well, that one is going to be a 15, so...
2: Uh, I tried. I tried to
0: say. It's him. fine. I guess I've
3: just I'm in possession of a cursed object.
0: Um. So you see the back of this man as he vanishes between the press of bodies, uh, and he hoists a heavy canvas sack over one shoulder as you see him disappear. When you round the next corner and you are so close to the to the ravenous Rudy, you can smell those hungry boy meats. You, uh, we'll need to make a dexterity check, please both of you okay that's better
2: um i got 20 but not natural
0: okay and i got um 17 17 all right you both uh pass so you sense something coming at you from the sky and look up just in time to move your horses out of the way as a corpse falls from the rooftop above The unfortunate man's throat has been ripped open, and his blood soaks you as he falls and lands in the muddy street.
3: Holy shit! I throw the dagger, like, down onto the ground immediately, (laughs) and I jump back from it.
0: Uh, The street devolves into screaming as people realize what's happened, and they start running, yelling for the guard. Looking at the body just briefly, you can see that this wound was... Likely uh, inflicted by a serrated edge, probably something crescent-shaped if you were to judge by the strange angle of the wound.
2: Uh, Corman points to the dagger and says, um, Kat, is there a fingerprinting in this?
3: Do you have any dust? You don't know.
2: I mean, okay, first of all, you'd
3: need, like, some sort of powder, and second, <laughs> you'd need there to be an f- existing well- database of people's
2: fucking fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Maybe they have, like, a magic trace or something. Uh, Corbin says, just to be safe, Corbin says, um... Slake! Slake, that's the murder weapon! Pick it up! We gotta run! I don't think that we should keep the murder weapon, Corbin! I think we should just leave it! Corbin is swinging onto his horse. He is...
0: Uh, Trotting. As you swing Boy, up slowly. onto your horse, a squad of uniformed guards spill out of the nearby tavern, donning their helmets and brandishing their weapons with a certain tipsiness. And they shout, You there! Put. Get step away from that weapon! Come with us! It's like, <laughs> How far away are they? They're like 20 feet away. Okay, so we're like in an alleyway. You're in a narrow street, and yeah. I-
2: Am I between them and Slake, or are they on the other side of Slake? And, or, or is Slake in, am I in the middle, or is Slake in the middle? Or are they in the middle?
0: Who's in the middle, <laughs> I'll say you're in the middle.
2: I'm in the middle, okay. So then I want to run towards Slake. Mm-hmm. Do, you, and be do like, you take
0: the dagger with you?
2: Well, it's on the ground, and I'm yeah, on a Yeah, fuck the dagger. I don't want it. Fuck the dagger. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's up to Slake. I feel like you already look guilty. I mean, okay, if Slake doesn't take the dagger, then Corbin's going to risk his life pulling a cool horse stunt to try and pick the dagger up on
0: the way <laughs> to right. the alley. Horse stunts! Horse okay, stunts! Gonna horse Okay, I'm going to try to pull stunts. a cool, cool
2: horse stunt. Oh, I don't know, Cat, What is a cool horse stunt? What am I rolling for that? Can it be animal handling?
0: I think that's going to be an acrobatics check, Come dude. Come on. God fucking damn it. The horse
2: uh, is not the one doing the stunt. <laughs> that's a that's a twelve.
0: Oh, Corbin, you don't horse stunt. You you horse fall. You
2: do I just fall? Do, can I at least get the dagger and look stupid? You tell me tell me how this goes. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna say with a twelve, I feel like so when I when I my horse attempt my attempted stunt was that like cool thing where like you slide off the side of the saddle and like put your hand down and grab something and then pull yourself back up mm-hmm. but i think i just fall out of one of my stirrups and then get caught in the other one so like maybe i grab the dagger but like i'm hanging out i'm like being like dragged along by my horse in the <laughs> stirrup so i can't Oh get no.
0: Back. <laughs> uh, okay. Is that is that is that sufficient? That's is sufficient. That uh home, you are going to take 3 okay. points of damage from being dragged okay, by your horse. I I accept.
3: So accept. I, I see, I see Corbin flailing uh, and falling off this horse, and I I shout at him, Corbin, what are you doing? And I uh, I, I oh my chase God. after him.
0: Uh, and the guards pursue you. You take off, but you find yourself blocked by a crowd, which pushes you back toward the guards. Uh, the your horse Corbin rears and panics, dislodging you from your stirrup.
2: Mm. That tracks.
0: Please make a dexterity check, both of you. Oh, boy. Or strength. It depends on if you want to push through this crowd or navigate through this crowd. I will choose dexterity. And I will choose strength.
2: All right. That's a four, Catherine. Oh, no. I have, I have rolled a four. so that is 18.
0: 18. All right, Slake, you are able to shove your way through this crowd, you on your incredibly beautiful, powerful horse. Um, but when you look back, you see that Corbin has gotten tangled up in the crowd and is doing like, there's a woman who's doing that thing where like, she's trying to move out of his way and he's trying to move out of her way, but they keep moving in the same direction. And, uh, Mm -hmm. Corbin, you are grabbed from behind. Would you, uh, like to make a strength contest with me to see if you can break free?
2: Yes, please let me use my incredible druid strength, (laughs) (laughs) Cat. Oh, I actually rolled really good, though. Mm -hmm. I I got a 19.
0: All right. They rolled a five. So you break free from this guard. Uh, It seems like maybe the guard's grip isn't uh, as good as it should be. Maybe a little too much time in the tavern. And uh, you are able to escape into the crowd. Uh, The crowd's push and pull leads you down a side street and you find yourself in a narrow corridor of lean to shelters. Uh, As you were running, Corbin, a man grabs you from behind and tries to wrestle away your pack. Please make another strength contest with me. Good God, this fucking city. Fucking. This city sucks.
2: Well, that one was not as good. Uh, That's a 10. Oh, and
0: I got a natural 20. This man is so powerful. Oh, my God.
2: Well, joke's on him because all of my shit was in the bag of holding
0: anyways. (laughs) Uh, Corbin, this man wrests your pack from you, and, uh, you are shoved down, and this time, the guards surround you. Oh my god.
3: I, uh, I definitely, am. have been trying to get back to Corbin through the crowd. Uh, don't want to abandon my boy.
2: <laughs> it's fine. This is, like, normal. I mean, it's- honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't happened How dare they? That's,
0: I mean, you're just- you're going- Right back where you feel most comfortable, Corbin. Truly. truly. To jail. <laughs> In
3: captivity. Well, I uh, want to try and get Corbin's bag back from that bastard man.
0: Oh, okay, sure. You Was it? You want to? Uh, was it a?
3: That, I wanna, that
0: bastard man is just a, a street man, but do you want to make a straight contest with okay. him? Oh, hell yeah, I do. All right. You're much better at those than Corbin. All right. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that is
3: uh, a 20, but not natural.
0: All right, that will beat his 18. Uh, so you you ra- wrestle uh, Corbin's pack away from this man. Uh, and by the time you do, you see that Corbin is being dragged away by the guards. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to pursue on, on horseback.
2: Corbin, like, waves at you like, bye.
0: Uh, the guards surge forward as they see that you are approaching them. Slake, you will have to fight them to get Corbin back. Do you want to? Um. Let-
2: Corbin motions at you to just leave. Like no,
3: no, I, I, okay. He gives you. He gives you I a see thumbs Corbin's <laughs> motion and I misinterpret it and I say,
2: "Hey, uh,
0: why'd you grab my friend? Because he just murdered a dude. You too. Come on, Corbin, come with us. I, I can. Don't Corbin make us make you come with us. Listen, I can assure and they, uh, you."
3: We didn't do any murders, we just got here, and this weird guy, like, immediately tried to pawn this dagger off on us, and then we were just, just
0: trying to- story I've heard it a hundred times. You got the guy's blood on him, you clearly killed him, let's go. Don't make me make this hard. And he, uh, brandishes <laughs> his sword threateningly at you. Ugh.
2: Corbin. Corbin gives you two thumbs up, and, like, kicks his little leggies. <laughs> as he's
3: being dragged away listen (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm pretty sure that we can prove to you that we didn't murder this guy and we'll be willing to come with you and answer your questions uh but yeah i mean honestly all right get your city together you just got like bodies falling out of the sky (laughs) like this is this normal
2: like (laughs) get your city together Slag. Slag is fine. This is like, trust me, I've been in this situation a hundred times. Just let him get you in the jail cell. It'll be good. Usually there's like a little wormy or something. I, so big.
3: I sigh and I rub my temples and I,
0: uh, I say fine and I, I follow along. Alright, the uh The squadron of guards high fives each other as they lead you to the jail. On your way to the jail, the guard does nothing to deter the crowds of people who are gathering after the news of the commotion spread like wildfire. They jeer from the sides of the street and toss rotting fruit at you all the way to the jail. Where the guards take your packs, stable your horse and toss you into a stone cell bare of any furnishings except for a bucket in the corner. So do we get, like, a trial then, or...? <laughs> uh, they do not answer you as they shut the door and walk away. Corbin goes to look at the bucket. Mm, that is a poop bucket.
2: Is there? Is it clean, or is there poop in there?
0: There's poop in it.
2: Mm. Corbin shakes his head.
3: I look at Corbin, and I say... So, uh, this was the plan, huh? Oh,
2: well, I mean, not exactly, but, like, you know,
0: it's- we gotta be- listen, I've been here before,
2: like, it's no- I, is the- cats, the door wooden?
0: Uh, the door is made of metal. So, bad news is we cannot light the door on fire. Why would we want to do
3: but...
1: that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't work last time, either. In point of fact, it did! <laughs>
1: uh no one says you can't light that door on fire I mean, if you try hard it's a really good yourself. point
3: it's true that's, that's really um true. I, I i say to corbin
2: so you picked up that dagger is it magic or something um actually that is a good question uh cat can i cast detect magic on the dagger
0: you do not have the dagger the guards took all your belongings from you
2: <laughs> You're so right, Catherine. Why would they leave me a dagger <laughs> in my hands? <laughs> um, Corbin says, um, I don't know, but it seemed really suspicious, and that dude was clearly trying to foist it off on you, so something, like, it's not just some regular-ass weapon, you know? Like, yeah, I
3: mean, that's definitely the vibe I was getting. I feel like, I mean, I mean, what kind of person just goes around foisting, like, weird... Suspicious objects on other people. Hurst
2: objects onto people. That's insane. What an asshole.
0: That's something a crazy person would do. All right. So you guys spend the next couple of hours in this dark and dirty jail cell when the little uh, peephole in the door slides open. And what do they see on the other side of that peephole, TK?
1: They see... um... A rather a rather small petite person, but it is not that this person is, um, say, a halfling or dwarf or even a half elf. This person on the other side of the door is a a, a dusky skinned human, with a uh, hair uh, pulled tight in these these very messy cornrows, um, obviously done by hand themselves. Uh, the the parts are uh, fuzzy with. <laughs> Neglect, and uh, there's dust around their elbows and knees on their clothing. It, it seems as though they wash their clothes themselves, but have never quite uh, mastered getting them properly clean. Probably because they are an eleven-year-old child <laughs> <laughs> standing on top of uh, a a barrel, sort of balancing it as they have tossed it onto its side and are uh, leaning back and forth to and fro. A child! Uh, hello? Hey, uh, you, you gonna keep it down, or you think maybe I am I can go ahead and uh, get you out of here? Wait.
2: <laughs> Wait. Wait a minute, you're just like some random child? You're just gonna break us out of jail? This is not how this normally works.
1: <laughs> oh, cool, I've never picked locks with questions before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello. why don't you roll me a what would that be? Is that a sleight of hand? Sleight of hand to pick locks. I've never had a rogue in my party before. Who actually picks locks? I rolled an yeah,
1: I rolled an inquisitive rogue. Okay. Love it. Mm -hmm. Ba da ba 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 my thieves tools out so I roll with advantage. That's with you. Go for it. So I rolled an 11. I have a plus seven with my sleight of hand. So I got an- Oh, they, you, it springs open to your touch. Not even hard. Did they lock this thing or? Oh, that's, that's fine. Oh jeez, thank you. I'm gonna like. Oh my God. I'm gonna like step on the barrel to like get it rolling backwards and like slowly bring the door with me and be like, okay, we have to be quiet because I have to get you out of here so that we can catch a killer. <laughs> I don't, who are
2: you? I'm so into this, but where did you come from?
1: <laughs> I mean... You know what? That's actually a really valid question. Let me just... And then, like, reaches into... You can see now because you're no longer looking through a peephole that they, they are wearing a, a slate gray patched trench coat that they have made themselves. And they're reaching into an inside pocket and they flip a little business card that they have handwritten... Oh Almanac Gray, Detective Extraordinaire. Oh my God! I I take Corbin aside and I say,
2: "Whoa,
3: Corbin, this kid's way cooler than us, and I don't know how to talk to them."
2: <laughs> it's like, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. What if cool, they think cool. I'm a nerd? i literally no. Children scare me on the best days, but this kid is like five hundred times cooler than any child I've ever met. And if this child doesn't like us,
3: <laughs> what if they dunk on me, Corbin? I'll die.
2: Slake, Slake, they're gonna dunk on you. It's gonna happen. Okay, okay, act natural.
1: (laughs) Thanks for rescuing us. Yes, we
2: appreciate it. A lot,
3: fellow kid.
1: (laughs) Honestly, this is great for me because I've never had, like, a gang of detectives before, And since y'all are the, you you were found with the murder weapon, this works out great for me.
2: Wow, you're very trusting.
3: You can
1: help me retrace the- Do you think we're also
2: detectives? Are you saying we're detectives? Slick, are we detectives Corbin,
1: act natural. Oh, are you, are you not?
2: Yeah, no, we are. Yeah.
1: We've
3: detected all sorts of
2: things.
1: I detect magic frequently. (laughs) Look, as a, as a young private eye, I get caught at crime scenes all the time. It's, it's just not your day. Yes, yeah, part of the job, am I right? I'm it's so glad that you understand job.
3: that, and that that's never led to you being murdered in the past. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what well, can I say? When you're good, you're good.
2: Oh
3: my! It <gasps> like
1: flashes like a a TV smile at you. I'm so impressed.
2: Whoa. Do you wait? Do you have the Do you have
1: the murder weapon? Oh no, we gotta pick up the rest of your stuff. But that's fine. Oh my god.
0: All right, why don't you all uh roll a stealth check?
2: Wait, Catherine, wait. Uh, no, yeah, you just hold on just one moment. Oh, Catherine, could it be? My <laughs> I knew it was coming. I would just I would just love to cast Pass Without Trace. Ha-ha! On us all. Uh which lets you add uh plus 10 to any stealth roll. Thank God.
1: I got a nat twenty, I'm invisible. Incredible. I slip into the ether.
2: <laughs> I got um a twenty-one. Twenty one
3: slake? Uh I got let's see, I have to math. Twenty-four.
0: Alright. You are oh, all yeah. incredibly stealthy. It's
1: We're amazing.
0: The guards are all celebrating their job well done up in the front room. Uh because they they found the people who had the murder weapon and had murdered blood all over them. So their job's done. Case closed. Don't worry.
1: When you're bad at your job, every day's a celebration. (laughs) (laughs) You're so wise. Oh my
2: God. You're like a walking, just encyclopedia of intelligence.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So you, uh, you pick up your pack and the knife from a pile in the corner. They did not secure these things at all because once again, they're bad at their jobs. Uh, and Almanac, you had a, a back door into this place that you knew off the top of your head. You know this place like the back of your hand
1: by now. Oh, yeah. I've broken out of here many times. Oh, my
0: God.
3: You're the coolest person I've ever <clears throat> met.
1: Yeah. Just, hey, don't get too distracted because it's Pizza Pita Wednesday. So, like. What is
2: what is, wow! What does that mean? What's pizza? What's pizza pocket? What oh, it?
1: that's where they put. They take the pita and they like put it in a, like a spicy uh, tomatoey sauce on it. And they put a little bit of sausage in it, and then oh. they roll it all up, sprinkle some cheese on it, throw it in a, a cauldron to fry, and then yeah, pull it out, you let it cool, and then you bite into it and burn the shit out of your mouth. That sounds oh, amazing. Man.
3: You even know swears. Excellent.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I know <laughs> Slick. the best swears. I didn't know any swears Sweet. when I was 10. I'm 11. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I'm yeah. sure for my age, and that's fine. <laughs> All
0: right. So you guys make your way out of the jail and head towards Pizza Pocket Wednesday at the Ravenous Rudy.
3: Would you look at the time? What time is it? Why, <laughs> it's time for the mid roll. Woo! Yes, thank you, sweet, sweet friendos, for your support. Uh, what is what is new in the world of dames? Well, uh, Kat and Noel joined up with Geek Spective Network, home of our previous guest, Amber Seeger, who you may remember as our candy making friend, Spritz, to play Blades in the Dark on their Twitch stream on November 1st. You can check it out on Twitch at twitch.tv/geekspective. At the time I am recording this, it has not yet happened, but it will happen, and I'm sure it's going to be great. Of course, I would like to thank our supporters on Patreon. Y'all just keeping us going with your sweet, sweet support, like the the milk of a of a beautiful goat, and um. A special thanks, of course, to, to those who are new to adding that, that goat milk of support to our cup, which is to say our new and increasing donors on Patreon. And they are Liz M, Jonas, Jeremy Koval, S, Megan Davenport, Dale Klein, Gus's Free Willie, Mika, or possibly Micah, and Emily Durham. A blessing upon you all. We are we are so so pleased to to have you in our our Patreon goat stable. This is a bad metaphor. Anyway, um, if you would like to, for some reason, also become a Patreon, you can do that at uh, Patreon dot com slash Dames and Dragons and access all sorts of wonderful rewards such as outtakes, bonus episodes. Uh, Oh, and the mail tier. And with that, you get really cool uh, prints and a yearly gift. So uh, all very, very neat. Check it out. And uh, we appreciate it so much. And of course, we also appreciate those of you leaving reviews on various platforms such as Apple Podcasts. It's a great way to support the show, uh, boost the ratings and all that. Uh, So thank you. Please keep them coming. Uh, this week, we want to thank Brian Sky, the science guy, for their review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, Brian. And speaking of things that support the show, have y'all heard about Hero Forge? Hero Forge offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy races and thousands of parts to choose from. With their easy to use design tool, you can build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D in-depth character creator right in your web browser. And uh, I think it's pretty neat that you can have all sorts of kind of monstery features. So if you want some horns and wings and you know, other such goodies, then uh, you should check it out. They offer custom minis in a variety of materials, including plastic and metal options. And they've got downloadable model files So if you've got a 3D printer, you can print your unique designs at home. HeroForge is constantly expanding the catalog of customization options, adding new parts every week and major features like new fantasy races and custom posing on a regular basis. Visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today. And check back often. New content is added every week. This episode is also brought to you by Cobalt Press and Tome of Beasts 2 now available on the Kobold Press store. The publisher of the original smash hit Tome of Beasts, Kobold Press, wrangled a new horde of wildly original, often lethal, and highly entertaining 5e-compatible monsters to challenge new players and veterans alike. Mm, The Tome of Beasts 2 will bring 400 new monsters to 5th edition, from angelic enforcers, sasquatch, and shriek bats, to psychic vampires, zombie dragons, and so much more. In addition to the Tome of Beasts 2 hardcover volume and PDFs, you can get monster pawns, VTT versions, and monster layers with beautiful maps. And hey, wouldn't you know it, it happens to include the work of DSPN's own Celeste Conowich and James Intercasso. Pretty exciting, right? I know what you're thinking. Where? Where can I find this? Tell me! Well, you can find out more on CobaltPress.com and tell them, dspn sent you and finally a message to chantel chantel the code word is pastel goth witch the sleeper agent is active go
0: Is where we find you again getting yourselves uh who's who's paying for these uh, Pita Pizza pockets? We have monies. He's, yeah, we have money Kat. That's true. Slake, you you have money. Corbin's money was in the bag of holding. Oh
2: Yes. Slake has money, so Slake is paying.
3: <laughs> no problem. Uh I say, um
2: Pizza Pockets on
3: me, lads! And I uh I purchase the pizza pockets and I try to hand them coolly yeah. to to my new bud and corbin and i i don't know i probably fuck it up but <laughs>
1: <laughs> look I'm, I'm gonna let you in on something uh almanac has never had friends so you're already cool oh my god
0: <laughs> this is the best day
3: of my <laughs> this young is just life. a bunch yeah.
1: of nerds trying to impress each other
0: it's just That's gen Con, it is, yeah. nice
1: <laughs> yeah there. so they the pizza pockets are rectangular mm-hmm. and uh Almanac holds it in both hands and takes a bite out of the middle. Oh, that's cursed! Oh, this child like a is monster, cursed. And then immediately goes like. So <laughs> 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 oh, why are you doing this stupid middle weapon? Uh, yeah. it, I,
2: I, yeah, me too. Y-
3: yeah, I say, and then I do the si- I also bite into the <laughs> middle of the pizza pocket and burn my mouth. Yeah, Corbin also that that is the yeah, cool Corbin thing does. Yeah, Corbin does as well.
1: Cat. Okay. Uh. Perfect. Can I roll... Just a just a bunch of middle schoolers trying to out each other. <laughs> Can I
2: roll Constitution? <laughs> yes. Ro-
1: sure. Oh, roll see if you Constitution. Burn your
2: mouth.
3: Uh, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do it too. I, I
1: know I burned my mouth, but I want all see of you bad. roll Constitution. Is this a saving or is it just straight, straight Constitution? Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy.
3: Thirteen.
1: Sixteen. Uh, eight.
0: all right well uh uh, role play your pizza pocket experience with these numbers in mind please
1: (laughs) just that sound over and over
2: (laughs) corbin hums his way through the
1: pain okay so it's like talking with the mouth open so the tongue doesn't touch the burned part so uh what um w- what were you doing in a street with a murder weapon did you see the uh, killer
3: we probably might have seen the killer i think yeah
2: yeah he looked like a fuck boy he only had a goatee and like no other yeah it was a hair. shame i thought you know if he if had like a mustache he probably would have pulled the whole look off but yeah like a pencil or something they would looked really nice um <laughs> But he didn't, so he looked like a fuckboy, and then he gave Slake this dagger, and then we just walked down here, and then a dead body fell on us. Yeah, like right out of the sky.
1: Straight up out of the sky. Whoa. Well, that's wild, because it's like, did it fall on you or next to you? Like- Near us. It fell a right little bit on us. On
0: yeah. <laughs> it fell- uh,
1: it's We were in a splash zone. With its <gasps> juice. Whoa. Was there juice? Was there like a lot of juice? There was a lot of juice. It was a decent amount of juice. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did you get like a? Did you get some kind of tip off that that's where the murder was going to be, or have you been following this uh, this case for a long time? Or
2: we just uh, we just wanted to go could to the hungry boy get and knock a stamp off of our uh, passport.
1: Yeah, we
3: we we kind of just walked into town, and this immediately happened to us.
2: Yeah, we just got here,
1: honestly. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. And then like, (laughs) immediate change of demeanor as Almanac pushes the pizza pita pocket ahead of themselves. And then reaches into a side packet and like flips open a scroll book, (laughs) like a little notebook. Pulls a little, it's a little wax tablet, pulls a little stylus from behind their ear. All right, so how long would you say you were in the city before you allegedly found this murder weapon and allegedly witnessed this murder fall to the ground and spritz you with juices? Uh, um, maybe four or five minutes. Four or five minutes? Hmm,
2: okay, suspicious. How- however long it takes to walk from the docks to around that corner. Yeah! That's about, that's about the time frame.
1: And uh, uh, Almanac wiggles their eyebrows a few times. Fascinating.
2: What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, cat buildings. Are there buildings next to us? There's buildings up there? They're, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cats. there a roof on those buildings?
0: <laughs> Could you describe the state
2: of the buildings
0: having a roof? <laughs> yes, there are buildings up there. <laughs> of course, there are buildings. <laughs> it's a city. Okay. Um, okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so the the area where uh, you so the area where you uh, were framed was a narrow street with three level like three story buildings on either side of the street. They all have roofs. Yes. Okay. As most buildings do. As they do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Almanacle will uh uh click, click, click uh a couple of the pages of their um their sort of wax tablet that they've been scribbling notes on, and they'll say, Well, I shouldn't be giving out this information to uh civilians. But uh- since you're the closest ones to the crimes right now, you're the ones who are gonna have to help me with my task force and finding this murderer. What? Are you ready to work?
2: I thought we were detectives. <laughs>
1: I thought you were too, but seems like you're gonna have to earn that title. Oh. You're gumshoes right now. Oh, uh,
2: we can we can earn titles. Uh, God, Slake, is this what it felt like <laughs> when you were our
1: intern?
3: It's all right. I have experience in working my way up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be happy to be your gumshoes. Oh
1: God. All right, this is the word on the street. Pay attention. So, guy was killed. Apparently, a treasure hunter. It's not uncommon around here. People are always looking for treasure after that flood. Uh what f- But this guy, surprisingly good at his job. Wait, what flood? The flood several thousand
0: years uh. ago that destroyed the world. Oh! That flood. You know, that, <laughs> that flood. flood. That you whole know.
2: thing. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah.
1: This area, from what I know, has not, like, recovered as well. So there's still not like, room. Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yes. Okay. Corbin says, well, uh, let me just—I'll just go on up on the. I'm just gonna go up to the roof since there's buildings over here. I'm gonna see <laughs> what's on the top of the those.
1: Okay, I'll
2: be right back. And Corbin oh. turns into a crow and then goes up.
1: Almanac watches and it's just like,
2: huh? <laughs> the most mild reaction. Perfect. Yeah, he
1: does that. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the, judging from the tra- trajectory and force and the splash zone he's probably just thrown from the roof probably wasn't you know probably already had holes in him so oh yeah he was um well his throat was actually cut
3: the um whoa yeah the the dagger that that guy forced on me uh it had a serrated blade and it looked like that guy's throat was you know
1: all sawed up Oh, awesome. And then uh, <laughs> Almanac flips a couple more pages in the wax tablet. Click, 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 click. And says, ah, serrated knife. Stolen from a collector in the manor district three days ago. Probably that one. Was it fancy? Uh, yeah, it was super fancy. It had um emeralds in the hilt. Oh, for sure. Missing one had emeralds too. At least we know. Murder weapon. Stolen. Didn't belong to that guy. That's important. And, uh, we'll, we'll, like, scribble a couple of, like, exclamation marks on the wax tablet, but no other notes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes.
3: You're so on top of this.
1: I know.
2: Cat, Yeah? Um, can I roll an investigation check up on top of the building to see if I find, like, any blood trails or stains or anything? You sure can.
0: Or, like, Please. other clues. Please.
2: Like, I'm, I feel like I'm playing Assassin's Creed <laughs> right now. Gotcha. Damn it.
1: Except this time you are the eagle.
2: <laughs> I've done badly. <laughs>
1: How badly did you uh, do? Pretty
0: bad. I got <laughs> yeah, I got
2: uh 7.
0: 7. Uh Corbin, you you see a trail of red behind a building and you follow it and it smells really good like oregano. And then you find yourself back at the ravenous Rudy, having followed a trail of pizza sauce.
1: Uh, yeah, buddy, I did. Pizza sauce. Mm.
2: I dip my little crow beak into a <laughs> vat of the pizza sauce. Ooh. Yeah, you do.
0: Uh, a, a chef chases you off with a broom.
2: <laughs> I fly back. Um,
0: Red smeared yeah, it's across like your all face. all over my
2: little beak. And I say... Um, Man, whoever killed that guy just really covered the tracks. Detective. G- good work, detective style. No blood.
0: Uh, Do you say that? Have you turned back into a human when you say that? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I turned, I turned okay. back into a human. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Corbin, what if <did laughs> you get all over you? What?
2: Oh, this is pizza sauce. I had a snack on the way back.
1: You, I'll be the judge of that. And like, takes the stylus and like, get some of the yeah, sausage not blood. Wait, what if it was blood? <laughs> well, then then you'd know it was blood. <laughs> you know, I like the commitment. I lo- You
0: found pizza sauce on the roof?
2: Yeah, like somebody spilled it. I don't know.
0: Oh. So, well, Corbin, to be fair, the roof you found the pizza sauce on was not the same roof as the man was likely thrown off of.
1: Oh!
3: So someone else was just eating pizza. Yeah, that, on that explains roof. a lot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, um, I mean, the pizza, it wasn't on the roof that the dude came from. It was like a different roof. It was like the Hungry Boy roof. Oh. You could say I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <I'm>
1: losing it.
3: <laughs> but, Almanac, you said that that dagger belonged to a, a collector here in town? Yeah, uh, you know, like a rich type. So, then, either, I mean, I guess, either this guy, the the thief, uh, the beard guy stole it, or the treasure hunter stole it, and then the thief stole it from him and then stabbed him with it?
1: I don't know, I haven't really put the pieces together yet, I just know that, like, this treasure hunter stole- Super popular, super successful. Really weird how successful he was, actually.
0: It is uncommon for treasure hunters to have success in the city. What? What did? Do you know what this
1: treasure hunter looked like? Like, uh,
0: he looked like the dead guy.
1: <laughs> do I know? I mean, he looked like the, well, he probably doesn't look dead anymore. He probably still has his neck intact, right? Haha, <laughs> up top.
2: Oh, Corbin high fives.
1: Nice. Can we, can we roll a dexterity check? Yes. So a good idea. Please. A good idea. Can we do slide uh, of hand? Yeah, slide a hand. Slide, slide a hand for. Me.
0: Okay. Hell
1: yeah. At a 16. I got a four-
0: 15. Tell me how cool your high five is.
1: That's so good. Like, honestly, we we high five and our pinkies link. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, we go down and then we high, f- like, down low high five, yeah. like, opposite. Yes. And, and then we nod respectively and, like, look but away. But it's like.
2: It was like kind of an accident, though. But we managed to play it yeah, off for like sure. it was super on purpose. Very
1: fluid. Yes, I watch yeah. in awe. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it looks like a secret handshake, but yeah. it's all on accident. Yeah.
0: Well, you guys are so cool. <laughs> you, <laughs> Thank you guys, you. you guys earn one coolness point.
2: Is oh, that nice. a same as a point that, of inspiration? Yes, actually. You know what? I'll yeah, give you a point inspiration? of inspiration
1: for nice. a cool high nice. five. Nice. Awesome. What the fuck? Yeah.
0: I yeah, have not friends inspiration since I climbed fire It's beautiful. Uh all right, so you uh high-fived really good about yeah. the man nice. who was killed. Yep. Um cool. I had a thought. Yes, yes, have a thought. It's like please,
3: we need a- a one rare in this room. moment. Um cuz we we got our stuff back, you said, right, Kat?
0: Yes, you did. You so gotta get your stuff back.
3: I think uh, um I think I would say to the others um Maybe we could find somewhere discreet and take a look at the dagger. Yes, Almanac. Do you have any sort of a uh, secret detective headquarters?
1: I'm glad you asked. I wanna. Um, I have an urchin background. Oh yes. <laughs> do I?
2: That's fitting. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: I wanna take him to my my uh, city secrets urchin nice. hideout. Oh, tell <laughs> me about. Tell me all about this hideout. Okay, so um, there is a drainage under, like, a, a local tavern. They have their tap room, and the tap room has, like, a sewer and everything like that um, because that there has to be runoff for the ale. And so... <laughs> I learned something today. I lead them to, like... <laughs> well, I know there's not, like, a great sewer system ah. here, so I can't... We can't hang out in the sewers, but I'm like, look, I'm small, I'm wiry, just hang out by the back door, and... I'll, I'll open it, just one second. And I want to, like, worm my way through this really terrible sewer system. Uh, and then, like, pop up in the drainage of the tap room um, where they keep all the <laughs> kegs. Prop open the back door to let them into this tavern so we can all, like, sneak into uh, a keg that I have hollowed oh, out as, like, a secret. Incredible. What it is is, like, you i have it i have it it's fake um so it just looks like it's a keg that's gone bad they just have never uh done it so if you pull the cork out a little bit of like dreggy ale mm-hmm. will come out but if you twist the cork it twists a knob mechanism that takes out you know how a baby baby bottle has like a, a separate thing yeah where the um, For like baby uh-huh. doll bottles. uh, I have a same compartment for that. So that compartment, I just refill every time I go oh. so they don't suspect that it's actually empty. Holy shit. Incredible. I- <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, I'm loving it. Yeah. I like unlock it and like open it and there's like all this red thread. Yes. Oh my so- a Pepe Sylvia like, nest. So- <laughs> yes. I'm like, the headquarters. Wow.
0: Cat, do we fit? Corbin, you probably just fit, you know, like clearance-wise, yeah. Slay cast a duck. That's fine. It's worth it to see a genius at work.
2: Hell yeah.
3: Um, so I take out the dagger and uh and show it to you guys. Uh I don't know, do you think there's any uh clues we could detect from this thing? Cat. Yes.
2: May I now cast detect magic on the dagger? You sure can. Thank you. I cast detect magic on the dagger. Cat, please. Magic? It is magic.
0: This is a dagger that falls under the force of war, Rael. And it gives you a serious Torva vibe.
2: So I, I say that, I'm like, Oh, uh, this is a dagger. It has magic. It's got Torva vibes.
1: This uh collector, did he happen to have any magical abilities? Uh, is that something that I can roll? Yeah, a history, roll a
0: history check, check for. Yeah, or I would see know?
1: see how much you know about the collector. I got a four.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> you very confidently know nothing about the collector, other than that they have a fancy house in the Manor District.
3: Okay, but uh, what about this treasure hunter?
1: Uh, let me just click, click, click. Because I turned the pages of this wax tablet that only has like three pages. I'm nice. just flipping them back and forth and like looking what I wrote in the margin. Uh, Jean Jacques Philippin. Hmm, let me just take a look at this. Uh, I'm not seeing anything about like having magic, an adventurer. Uh, oh, this one time he went out and he was like, had to find a magic boat and it could be folded into a pocket square that is pretty cool wild very cool didn't save his life clearly <laughs> um and uh mm, so let me see click 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 in both directions click 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 turns it upside down click click hmm there is this one time he had to save some kind of adventurer Ugh, adventurers am i right <laughs> yeah. Uh, some treasure, pet temple. Hmm. No, I don't see anything about magic. No magic, but but you know other stuff about him. Well, he was pretty famous.
2: For, for, like, being a treasure hunter?
1: Yeah, they don't live long
2: here. It's wild.
1: And it sounds like he had really good luck with finding
2: magical objects. Oh, yeah, super good at that. That's why he was famous because he lived a long time and he got the actual... Magic treasures.
1: Well, didn't live a long time. Just longer than most treasure hunters. Right. Because he's dead now. Yeah. Pretty dead.
2: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah.
3: Did he, um... Well, did he have any, uh, known, uh, let's say, religious affiliations? Was there a god that he, uh, admired?
2: Hmm.
1: There's a... There's a temple. Do you have a crush Uh, on anybody? Ah, (laughs) jeez. Yeah, there was like a, uh, there was like a temple that he got like some backing for, for the last adventure. He went on a temple of V. What's that? Where is that? Is it in the city? Is it like a thing? Yeah, it's in the city. It's like in the middle of the city. They, they pay for like a lot of stuff around here. He got like a huge treasure for them last time they were out. So they do a lot of like the, the beautification around here. We got a new sewer system wow
2: yeah it's really working
0: great let's <laughs> we should go to that temple <laughs> all right so you uh, head toward the temple of the after uh extracting yourself from the cask this is deeper into the city which as you move away from the docks and the poorer district of town gets quite a bit nicer uh the aforementioned sewer system kicks in, and the poop smell goes away. The buildings look nicer. They're cleaner. Um, and you come to the Temple of V, which is in a beautiful square with gardens around it. And you see school children playing. Uh, v is the god of children. Um, and so the temple funds a large endowment for s- children and uh, schooling. What do you guys want to do? Who do you want to talk to?
2: Cat, when do we... When, when do we stop being children?
0: I don't know. Uh, do you... are you, You're a child at heart. You're not 18 yet. So do you guys head into the temple? I'd like to head in, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, inside is a beautiful temple, and you are immediately greeted by a young woman who says, Oh, welcome, children. Welcome. Please, uh... What can I do for you? And she smiles really big, and she leans down to you. Is she taller than us? She's, there's no way she's taller. Than she's me. not. There's taller- no way she's
2: taller than Slake. She's not
0: taller than Slake, but she is leaning towards uh, Almanac. Oh, okay, okay. The one person that she is taller than.
1: I would like to. Uh, I would like to perceive her intentions and drastically miss. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to roll an insight check? oh nice i got a 12 with my plus four for insight yeah you look at her and
0: you're like yeah this lady's me."
1: yeah she's into me <laughs> <laughs> i uh i like um oh i like look at the other two because like she's leaning towards me i'm like looking at the other two like a side eye and then i do like a very subtle not so subtle finger guns at my waist <laughs> i was just like hey hey there uh <sighs> Holy sister, uh, I was wondering if you could help us out with uh, a case. Oh, a case. Are you playing detective? Yeah. Uh, I am Almanac Gray, detective extraordinaire. You can keep that. Go ahead. Uh, tell your friends. Oh, and she,
0: she takes your card and, and looks at it and says, wow, this is very
1: nicely done. Thank you. I actually, you know, I've actually been working on my calligraphy.
0: I see. I see. It's very good. You've been doing very well. Your teacher must be very proud.
1: I wanted to actually inquire about, uh, one of your business contacts, uh, Jean-Jacques Philippon. Oh. Uh, she looks a bit taken aback by that.
0: She says, oh, oh, you're, you're actually, okay, you're actually, uh, detectiving. Okay, um, yes, yes, yes. uh, (laughs) And she looks around, and then she says, "You know, that's a really a, a pretty. We just got the news of his untimely death. That was, it's pretty grisly for uh for kids your age." And she looks at his dead
1: body
2: fell on top of us, ma'am. Please give us some information. Oh,
1: it's most unfortunate. That's why we need people with strong stomachs and strong hearts to uh investigate matters like these, so you don't worry your pretty head about it. Ah, uh, of. Of
0: course. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Jean-Jacques, he was a very nice man. Um, I, we heard about him when he, uh, helped that woman a little while back with, she had gone up to the Temple of V to, well, the Temple of V that's up in the Sacred Lands of V's Garden, uh, and apparently went to loot it and pry precious gemstones from the facade, uh, not knowing that there were many traps left behind and Jean-Jacques in his kindness, uh, was able to rescue her and became aware of a artifact hidden within that temple. Um, so he approached us for financial backing to, to go back to these gardens and, uh, recover the artifact for us. Um, but unfortunately it seems like uh, he, he wrote to us saying that he had recovered the object, but the city guard told us that uh, he did not have it on him when they found him. So we are out our investment. Was it a dagger? Uh, no, It, it's called V's heart, and it is said to bestow love upon whoever looks upon it. Like romantic love? A uh, love? Parental? Agape? <laughs> I, I don't know. We don't know the exact nature of it. Uh, we were hoping to study it when uh, when Jean Jacques returned it to us, but unfortunately, it seems that uh, either he did not actually have it, or uh, per- it might have been taken from him. We're we're really not sure. So your church paid this guy
3: to loot your temple. <laughs> Hey, that's a
0: good point, Slade! Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, when you say it like that... It, <laughs> well, no, That I is mean, weird! It, it We paid him to recover in a sacred artifact uh, from a temple that has been abandoned for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, while we, of course, hope that the temple remains undisturbed, we believe that it is in the best interest of everybody if the powerful artifacts granted to us by our god are... Recovered and kept safe by the temples. I don't know why I'm justifying this to a group of children. Um, is there any- Whoa, well, did he have any other associates that he worked with? Um, you might want to speak with Hannah. That's the young woman that he rescued from the Temple of V. Hannah? <laughs> Hannah? I named her after other Hannah, Hannah. All sure. Right. Okay. Um... Yes, so.
3: Um, before we go, though, you said this was the first time he'd worked with your church, or was there a a history of a relationship?
0: Oh, well, he had approached us on some other attempted expeditions, but uh, this was the first time he had solid information, which led to us financing an expedition for him. But he donated things to you before, uh, he donated things to other temples in the city. He had not yet donated to us. Okay, so would you say this guy was popular with gods? Uh, well, when we prayed on it to uh ask V if this was a good decision, uh, our god gave us a positive sign. So I believe that at the very least, he was... Favored by the gods for this mission. Um, could I ask what what the sign was? Oh, well, one of the ways that we divine these intentions is by offering up a baked tart at the altar. And once we have eaten the tart, uh, the crumbs will spell out a message to us. And this one was in the shape of a flower. That tracks. That
2: makes so much sense. So the, but, so your god never like comes down and talks to
0: you or anything? Like, uh, only to the very blessed, and uh, not to anybody here in the city—at least, not—not not for millennia. Mm. Uh, well, uh, good, good to know. Thank yeah. you, ma'am. You're very welcome. I um wish you the best of luck with your investigation, and I hope that you stay very safe. And if you ever need shelter, just come back here. We are always a safe haven for children.
1: Ooh, this is moving kinda of fast for me, I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the offer, but I live in danger
1: all the time, so. Danger is each of our middle names. Yes. Oh, you all have matching middle names. So just like, don't worry, we'll go ahead, we'll we'll solve this murder, and we'll get the guy who stole your heart. Oh. Huge wings.
0: Well, uh, if you do, we are posting a reward for Uh, Anybody who returns the artifact to us, there is uh, enough treasure hunters in this city that a fat purse of silver is the most likely motivation. So please, if you return it, just know that we have a, a, we've set aside funds to reward whoever returns
1: the heart to us. Nice. Uh, For love and justice, we're out. (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh, (laughs) Oh man! 100% poses and dabs. All three
2: of us dab and walk backwards out of the temple. Yeah. Yeah. We do.
0: It's great. (laughs) And uh, she waves and says, okay, goodbye. Have a nice day.
1: Dungeons and dab Yeah.
0: (laughs) I say, um,
3: wow, Almanac, you were so smooth in there.
1: The ladies love me. What can I say?
2: Yeah, she was really into you. Like, I was a little bit uncomfortable. I was like, whoa, girl. (laughs)
0: So where's this Hannah person? <laughs> okay, uh, so you guys have another lead with this Hannah character.
3: Yes. Okay, but wait, I forget. Did we get any info on where we might even find
2: this person? Yeah. Do we know where Hannah is? Uh, no. You could go back and ask.
3: <laughs> oh man, we're gonna look like fools, huh? Almanac, you're you're good with talking to people. How do we like slide back in there and like you know? Ask about Hannah, but in, like, a really cool way.
1: What you do is you pretend like you didn't even go there the first time. Oh.
3: Like, you just walk
1: in like it's your first time you've ever been in that place. I'm learning so
2: much. Corbin walks up to the doors and
0: slams them open and says, I'm a detective and I need some information. And the same woman is standing pretty much exactly where she was. Uh, She's in conversation with, like, another woman and they were laughing a little bit. And then she looks and goes... Oh, yes, Mr. Detective, what can I help you with? Hi, where's Hannah? Oh, uh, I don't really know much about her, but if you're looking for a treasure hunter, I would check the local taverns. Uh, maybe the Weeping Silver? Thank you, ma'am. It was good to meet you for the first time. Have a nice day.
2: And Corbin goes back outside. Corbin, I heard
3: everything. Your execution was
2: flawless. That worked amazing. I can't even believe. I gotta be honest with you, that was incredible. Thank you. They, I, you know what I learned from the best, though. Hey. I finger guns both of you.
1: Yeah, figure, we're all three. We're here. all three just finger guns again going,
0: ayyyy. Hey, hey. Yeah,
1: triple standoff in the street. Yeah. So you are
0: headed towards, you got the lead that the uh, adventurer known as Hannah, a surely a very good looking adventurer, uh, their local haunt is the Weeping Silver. Uh, so is that where you guys choose to go next? Hey.
2: Yeah.
1: Makes sense. What manner of uh, establishment is this? Yeah, do they
3: let 11 year olds in? Yeah. <laughs> then again, okay, this city feels kind of European. And two, it's ye old times, so I assume that children just drink beer normally,
1: yes, yeah,
2: I would agree,
0: you know, make your own choices about who wants to drink beer and when, but uh this uh establishment does not turn children away at the door. um it is a an ale house, uh, the floor is covered in sawdust, and the sawdust is covering up a nice veneer of vomit uh that has really Mm. got a nice
1: patina on these floorboards i'll tell y'all uh this actually worked out really well because this this trench coat does unfold if we needed to get on top of each other's shoulders but i'd rather not (laughs) oh wow i like that you're prepared (laughs) that's
2: really um it's really smart
1: you know, it's never worked for me in the ch- past, but 14th chimes the charm, so... It's
3: a good motto, honestly. I like your optimism.
1: So you
0: enter the ale house, and uh, there are groups of people gathered around tables and tankards, and you hear stories flying every which way, tales taller than even slake, uh, people talking about... The big hole, the the one that got away, they were, they had a big sack of gold, they were running through a temple, and then, oh no, a uh, monster came and swiped the gold, and they just got away with their lives. And, uh, why don't you make perception checks?
1: That's a 10. I rolled an 11. That is a 16.
0: (laughs) All right, one of you is listening, Uh, the other two are. And amazingly, it's Corbin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think of it more like this. You know, the other two almanacs, like, you are listening to all these tall tales. Corbin, you tune in to the right tall tale. uh, And you hear a young halfling woman who is detailing her adventures in the Gardens of V. She went up there. She found this beautiful temple that was covered in precious gemstones. And she was prying these gemstones out of their settings, because this was a fortune, absolute fortune, when, out of the blue, she took just one wrong step and hit a pressure plate, and arrows sprouted from the walls, and she got pinned. It just missed her by just a few inches, few inches to the side. It would have gone through her neck, but instead it pierced her pauldron of her leather armor and pinned her to the wall. She would have been left there for dead if it wasn't for... The dear departed Jacques-Jean Philippin, who saved her from her predicament. However, in doing so, he set off a gas trap, and they were forced to flee the temple. Then Hannah, she got so sick from the gas, so Jean-Jacques single-handedly carried her back to safety. And as uh, she's finishing up this resounding tale, and everybody gives slow, slow claps she says, like, Pour one out for old Jacques-Jean. And they all pour their ale on the floor.
2: Cat, Yeah? Can I Can I do an insight check? Yeah. I always forget I'm proficient in insight. I want to see if she's lying. Or like making up parts of the story. Sure. Oh, bitch. That's over 20.
0: Oh.
1: Check to see if she's smooshed.
0: She... Smooched. <laughs> she- yeah, can I see smooch if she's. She is definitely like playing this much more dramatically than it probably happened. But it seems mm-hmm. like whatever she's saying, there's a core of truth to it.
2: But, okay, okay, okay. Um,
1: Yo, they smooch
2: though? <laughs> I come in, I come in into the circle and I say, Do
0: you guys kiss though? <laughs> and uh, everybody turns towards Hannah as that is a very interesting question. And her face just goes bright red, like it starts from the chin. Oh my god! Goes all the way up and to her, her hairline, roommates. and she says, "Well, I mean, Jean Jacques Jean was a very <sighs> handsome man, and they super smooch. The adrenaline oh they was They think high, they did more and he than saved smooch. me, and it's it was all it was a very professional smooch. They clowned. They we." I don't know any. Who are you? You're a child. Get what are you doing? He, and then everybody else just laughs and they they move away from Hannah. And she goes, "Oh come on! You just yeah. I was trying to get him to buy me mm. a drink. You scared him off."
1: They super smooch. that's, a, that's a smooch on both cheeks. Super smooch. <laughs>
2: yeah, double smooch. <laughs> My friend, Slake will buy you a drink if you uh, give us some info. Slake.
3: Uh. Hello fellow friends, I was just here also in this bar, which is a place that I go to all the time. Did you want me to buy you an
0: alcohol?
2: (laughs) It's called Juice Lake.
0: Yes, uh, juice. Juice. Please, friend, buy me the juiciest alcohol at the bar. I, uh, (laughs) I I go up
3: to the the barkeep, and, uh, I, I slam some money down on the bar and i say hello barkeep i'd like one of your most fruitful alcohol juices if you please
2: may the lord open
0: <laughs> oh god um the barkeep looks at you and says do i already need to cut you off
3: um no i'm i'm from um out of town that was just some local slang uh, i i just want a a drink for my friend over
0: there please all right all right yeah you pay two silver for a tankard of wine all right cool i
3: i i bring it over to hannah um and i say
0: a drink for you friendo and i pass it over (laughs) she she nods and takes a sip and says so you guys are new in town huh